to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, shout out to everyone today, the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, and so much to get into today. We've got some great guests lined up for you. In fact, the Big 12 analyst, anchor, the guy who's going to anchor the Big 12 coverage from Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament, Kevin Connors returns to the Matt Mosley Show coming up right here at 420 today. So that'll be a lot of fun. Kevin's great. And I tell you, I I have had a good time, Aaron, going over some of the scores from around the area. And, you know, whether it be Bremont, Bruceville, Eddie, whether it be the by-district score for the 2A boys, Bosqueville taking down Axtell, 40-14, Moody, 41-42 over Marlin. You know, I'm not saying... I love all the outcomes, but I do love the competition, and I love high school playoff basketball. And when Fairfield and Hitchcock get together um, and they play at Midway, like I want to, I like seeing things like that. Class 2A, Aaron, the district tiebreaker. Crawford 27, Bosqueville 24. Aaron, was that, do we call that? Like great defense, or do we call that rough offense? Defensive struggle. <laughs> Aaron, let me give you a by district score. Class 4A, La Vega 83, <laughs> Gerald 13. What do you call that? Just the shellacking? Yeah, and then the next game, La Vega beat Houston Yates. 123 to 20 or 120 to 123 and I ran that game the entire fourth quarter base you know they pressed I don't think they pressed at all in the fourth quarter it it's weird to say a hundred point difference doesn't really show you how <laughs> how lopsided the game could have yeah. been but it could have been a lot worse the La wow. Vega the La Vega girls are just incredible now, we're doing, Aaron, I'm glad you said that. We are doing girls basketball right now. I may have said something about the boys because I was looking at the boys before we came on. But um, I'm talking about girls in Class 6A by district. I love that Midway, Mansfield Legacy, Aaron, one of my first jobs in uh, the newspaper business was covering Mansfield Lady Tigers basketball. And so Mansfield schools have always been incredible at girls basketball. Midway to take down Mansfield Legacy in uh, in by district is is that was a big deal. I just wanted to be upfront about that. Now the fourth place district tiebreaker uh, that was Colleen Chaparral Aaron over Waco High, sixty seven sixty two. But I know some of these we've kind of advanced on, and when you get to regionals, of course Conley 
took down, Aaron, I think we had the score the other day, uh, Conley took down Salado 52-49, La Vega took down Marble Falls. What happens is the scores get a little bit better, but La Vega's so dominant, they continue to beat up on people. 63-33. The Regional 3 semifinals, and Aaron, i got to believe we'll bring this to you, right? La Vega, that'll probably be Ward White's on the call. The Regional 3 semifinals, La Vega versus Harden-Jefferson, that's 6 p.m. Friday at Bryan. Yes, we That's will okay. we will have that game with Ward White's on the call, uh, starting with the uh, pregame at 545 on our sister station, Star 104.9, coming up okay. Friday. And we will also, if they win, obviously have the game Saturday afternoon as well. All right. And then also in Bryan, Connolly versus <laughs> Madisonville. Girls go at 8 p.m. Connolly coming in 27 and 9 versus Madisonville, which I don't see a record for Madisonville. And then you get into uh, 3A. I just kind of like to see how everybody's done. Um, and even in regionals, there's some good games. Mejia fell to uh, Rice, 63-56. Fairfield took down Malakoff. That was a pretty lopsided affair, 71-26. So, and then I wanted to – I did want to say that uh, – I was kind of I was trying to keep up with what Crawford's been doing. Crawford beat Riesel in by district, forty six twenty eight, and then uh, got to area and ran into Frankston, uh, and that was thirty two twenty eight. That's an overtime loss to Frankston, and then Lovelady another really tough loss for one of our local schools. Lovelady took down Bosqueville, fifty to forty seven. All right, and then Aaron, as we get into uh, Oh, you know, get into some of this. Now, I did want to look at our boys' basketball. And by the way, Live Oak always does great. I love kind of – I don't want you to think I'm not thinking about some of our local – in fact, I always want to see what Methodist Home (coughs) did because I've got personal connections to that school from many years ago. My parents actually uh, served there at the Methodist Home way back in the day. Grace and Christian took Methodist Home down. That was 44-34, so I wanted to get that in. Now, Aaron, as we look at the boys, um, the, um, as we, you know, we're starting to get to area matchups, uh, Conley versus Houston-Leland, that is the, the next area matchup, and that's Houston-Leland College Prep that Conley's playing. Now we got to look, Aaron. I think we'll know pretty soon that was going to be de- to to be determined. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get you some uh, times and dates on where those games are going to be held. La Vega versus Houston Yates is a big one, boys wise, and then of course Gatesville, which plays some really good boys basketball, versus uh, Houston Washington. All right, and uh, China Spring versus Houston Fur. Aaron, do you ever hear a name of a school and you're just like, I've never heard of that in my life? F-U-R-R, Houston Fur. That one is uh, is is a little bit new to me. And then Crawford and Frankston, going to get it going, going on in area. And then Marlin and Martins Mill. And those are all games I think everybody in our listening audience will be interested in. Also, Rosebud Lot versus Grapeland. Grapeland used to get it on with Elkhart which was my father's school where my father grew up. So lots to get to there. 
and uh, we'll uh, continue to kind of keep you updated throughout the day. Now, big show planned for you today, but I just kind of thought that would be a good place to start with some of our local uh, high schools in action. Um, Aaron, there's there's news across. Oh, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff happening today. I happened to listen today to Mike Oresco, the American Athletic Conference commissioner. And I thought it was and, and I was just kind of fascinated with the interview because he it was the first time I really heard it, it you know, from an administrator talking in these terms. The administrators, and it's not really in the media, the administrators are starting already to call this the P2. And I hate it. I do hate it because Big 12 is not a part of it. But they're already starting to kind of use that about the the Big 10 uh, and, of course, the SEC. And they're saying the P2. Now, what a Mike Oresco has always wanted was to call this thing the P6 and not the Power 5. What's interesting to hear him talk is he sounds a lot like some of these other commissioners that say, hey, we're going to be just as good. We got these schools. We got these schools coming in. And I really enjoyed hearing him because he did not try to say that they were not going to miss Cincinnati and Houston, you know, in, in UCF. He simply said they've got some great schools coming in. And to his point, Aaron, University of Texas, UTSA, I mean, I you rarely see this happen, could be – the best team in that conference immediately. I mean, think about that, Aaron. TCU, at least, as good as they were, it took them a little while to get up to speed. Now, they were still good, but it took them a bit. They had to have just a couple of years in there, and then they were great in 2014, and Baylor and TCU were both great. Think about that. What he's saying is that UTSA is going to hit the, the ground running in American Athletic Conference, and perhaps have a chance to win the conference. I love it. I love the I love the way he's talking, and I love what he's saying because, quite honestly, you 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 know who's the better program between UTSA and Houston right now? I don't know. I mean, I would rather have Houston in the conference for a lot of reasons, but Houston had to have a miracle happen. Um, and I think it was in double or triple overtime to beat UTSA this year. I don't think you can – Aaron, would you say UTSA in the University of Houston are almost in the exact same place football-wise? I'm not talking about – let's leave basketball out. Houston blows away a lot of people in basketball. But if we're just talking football, would you do you think it's basically neck and neck – if you had to decide between Houston football and UTSA, are both programs the same in terms of how good they are? I think UTSA is ahead of Houston. I think that'll change with Houston coming into the Big 12, but right now I think UTSA is a better program. Wow. I mean, I think you're, I think you're probably right. And I just, I'm a little worried, Aaron, about upsetting Dana Holgerson the uh, Houston coach who really has been upset lately and, and uh, as, as he kind of works through all of this. Now, uh, I, I, you know, Aaron, you're going to have some of this in Campus Confidential when we get to it at full forward today. There's just some stuff happening like around the NFL that really interests me. 
and it kind of has to do with the, the college game. This is a story, and Aaron, feel free to bring this up again, that, that grabbed my attention. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are expected to hire longtime college coach Willie Taggart to oversee their running backs, a source told ESPN. He's the former head coach at Florida State, Oregon, Western Kentucky, uh, South Florida, and Florida Atlantic. He had been set to join Colorado's staff under coach Deion Sanders, but instead will take on an NFL job for the first time. I find this fascinating. A guy who's been a head coach at so many places and has had some success is going to go be a running backs coach in the NFL. Taggart will take over for Craig Versteeg, who had coached the Ravens running backs for the past three seasons. Versteeg, who has been on the Ravens staff since John Harbaugh's first season, uh, could get reassigned to a different role. Aaron, I'm sorry. Did 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 you realize that the Ravens had an issue at running back? Is that is that what's been holding them back in the NFL? <laughs> no, they've actually they've had some injuries, but they've actually got some pretty good running backs. Okay, I, I found that fact. Now, now think what I just said about Taggart. And sometimes we talk about you know the in the NFL the um, African American hires not happening at the rate they need to ha- happen, and there's different ways to address that. Um, Taggart, forty six years old, not an old man. Aaron, he's about our age. Went fifteen and eighteen at Florida Atlantic after a nine and twelve record in less than two seasons at Florida State. He's seventy one and eighty overall as a college head coach including a 10-win season at South Florida in 2016. Aaron, do you ever watch these guys come up the ranks and go, man, you can point to where they should have stayed? Like, everybody used to want Tom Herman to be their head coach. And you point back to when he was at Houston, you're just like, boom, stay right there and be great every year and win 10 or 11 games. But they can't do it, can they? They've got to They've got to keep going. They've got to... Ego, you know, they've got to keep going. Is that a better job than where Taggart was heading to be the Ravens running backs coach than being on staff? Let's see what he was going to be doing under Dion. Well, see, that's what I don't know. I don't exactly know what his position was going to be. Yeah, Dion hired so Dion. many ex-NFL and college head coaches and a lot of them still don't have positions. A lot of them are going to be analysts and things like that. But yeah. I think his coaching staff is going to look a lot like Alabama's where there's more of them than there are football players in, in the team photos. <laughs> I like the thought. I like the thought of that. And you are seeing that with some of these college programs. All right, Aaron, we, we're excited to have the uh, anchor for the Big 12 uh, men's basketball tournament. Kevin Connors from ESPN. He's a great guest. He's just a great guy. And uh, and Aaron, by the way, you know what I'm, I was eating right before the show? Um, some jambalaya, some jambalaya from Fish City Grill. Thank you, Fish City Grill. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you for everybody out there. Thank you for Stephanie and Sells. An incredible showing yesterday, Aaron. At one point, the capacity was like. I don't know, Stephanie told me 77 to 85, 
and they had people out the door waiting to get in. Wow. Now, unfortunately, I think it was because they liked that band. No, it was the great food, but that band was good. I love that Mardi Gras band. Randy was one of the guys I remember from that band. There was a there was a female, there was Randy, and there was a keyboardist. Love you guys, by the way. So I hope to do some more live shows with you in the future. The one thing I remember about that band, Aaron, Midnight. They had Midnight in the name. So let's keep that in mind for uh, road shows. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Kevin Connors returns to the Mosley Show next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action this weekend at home hosting the Baylor Invitational. Games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday versus Minnesota, Maryland, and Texas A&M Commerce on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Snake Farm. It's that time of year again. Time for the 53rd annual Oglesby Lions Club Rattlesnake Roundup. Experience fun for the whole family. Kids activities, food, music, vendors of all kinds, and especially rattlers. Demonstrations by the world-renowned snake handler Jackie Bibby. Saturday and Sunday, February 25th and 26th in Oglesby, Texas, off Highway 84 between McGregor and Gatesville. Like them on Facebook and join us for a rattling good time. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball falls to Kansas State last night, 75 to 62. The Bears have lost two in a row now and will host Texas Saturday in the Farrell Center at 1 o'clock. Other games in the Big 12 last night, Texas beat Iowa State 72-54 and Texas Tech over Oklahoma 74-63. Baylor women in action tonight in Fort Worth facing TCU. 6.30 tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, Iowa State at Oklahoma State, Kansas at Kansas State, and West Virginia at Texas Tech. Baylor baseball over Houston Christian last night, 11-4 at Baylor Ballpark. The Atlanta Hawks have fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Kevin Connors joining us as we speak kevin i mean are you do you ever get to leave the studio and go home to your friends and family i mean it's pretty amazing you do sports centers you you know half times you're always there i mean it is a remarkable how much they lean on you uh do you have some time like can you go get the kids from school what's what is a what is a day in the life of kevin connors when do you have to when do you have to show up in Bristol to uh, to get ready for a slate of games? Matt, they allow me to FaceTime from the cot that's set up for me in the studio. <laughs> but other than that, I'm here most of the time. Uh, now, you know, listen, it's one of those things, those of us who are in the industry or whatever your industry is, you may know, it's one of those things where you complain about how much you work and then when you're not working on something, you say, boy, why didn't they assign me to that? So <laughs> if I'm here a lot, that's, that's, uh, that's perfectly fine. This is the time of year that you want to be here. All right. Sounds like you're, you're describing Ed Werder to me. That is my, uh, <laughs> my podcast co-host and great friend. But my goodness, you know, you're right. He, I can't believe they're killing me like this. And then the one day he's getting to go play golf. It's like, well, they didn't even send me there. Oh, they didn't send me to this game. Well, wait, I thought you were, I thought they were working you too hard, Ed. Which one is it? But uh, I think you've hit on something, Kevin, and I, I may play that back for Ed. I think he needs to hear that. Um, well, now, isn't this amazing, this, uh, the Big 12 right now on a nightly basis? We talk about, oh, the greatest conference. And you never know. I got to say, this is concerning to our Baylor audience, what's happened in these last two second halves against Kansas and then Kansas State. That that, that little Kansas two-step needs to be forgotten. And, and you got and you gotta kind of move on 
But uh, and, and you got to tip your hat to uh, Jerome Tang, a great friend of this show. But um, Kevin, you watch this stuff. You know these teams. I mean, that's kind of weird, isn't it, to see Baylor just have back-to-back sort of second-half no-shows in those two games against the Kansas teams. It is other than in the context of, wait a minute, one of them was a game in Fog Allen Fieldhouse against the defending national champions who are as good a shot as anyone to repeat this year. And then Kansas State last night is obviously a tremendous team. Look, how good is the Big 12? Baylor has six conference wins and they're a top 10 team. So if I'm a Baylor fan and I understand you want your team to win every night and you want to be playing your best ball at this time of year, here's what I would say. I think you want to get a guy like Jonathan Chamwachachu, a healthy playing quality minutes and ready to go come tournament time. And obviously you want to win all these games, but feel really good where you're at because Kansas city is going to be uh final four 2.0. It's going to be that good. So be concerned if your team is playing well there going into the tournament. Not not so much right now with losing games to two teams who very well could end up in the Final Four themselves. That's my take. I like it. You're making me feel a little bit better. Um, which uh, which Keontae, by the way, have you been the most impressed with? The one at K-State or the one at Baylor? That may be an impossible thing to answer, but you know, one's a veteran. One's a freshman, but it was kind of cool to see them going up against each other. Uh, one's going to be a lottery pick, and one may play in the NBA for sure. But isn't it? I mean, it, it is kind of amazing to see those two guys on the court. And then, and we'll stick with our Keontae at Baylor. I mean, that that Kevin, it's rare to see someone that fully formed as a freshman. I know we got used to seeing a Kentucky. We don't quite see it as much as we used to. Maybe a little bit of Arkansas, maybe even in Alabama a little bit this year. But that's pretty – I mean, who's better than Keontae George as a freshman in college basketball right now? I think that the one name that comes to mind is Brandon Miller at Alabama who is dealing mm-hmm. with his own issues. Yes. And they are very, very serious issues. And if you're unfamiliar, I suggest you head to ESPN.com and read up about it. He'd be the one guy that comes to mind. Listen, we had a chance, Matt, to chat with Keontae George last week. Sean Farnham and I had him in a segment that we do uh, called the Players Lounge. And, you know, it's one thing to see how mature he plays on the floor. And then it's another thing to talk with him. And he just, I'm, I'm never not amazed at an 18, 19-year-old kid who is going to be coming on ESPN and he, you know, it was it was as if he was tying his shoes. It was he was, you know, so so under control, so cool and calm and collected. And what a big time player! You know, you can turn on the TV and you can see guys and you can say, okay, this guy has potential, and, you know, or this guy might get there one day. And with a Keontae George, you just say, you could take that Baylor jersey off him and put a Dallas Mavericks jersey on him right now. And the shots that he makes, you, you know, you wouldn't even think twice. He's he's that good. Listen, Keontae Johnson, if not for DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, is the ESPY winner for comeback player of the year. He's been an unbelievable story. Both are great. The Big 12 on the whole has just dominated all of college basketball this year. But for the purposes of our audience here, you know, Keontae George has been a pleasure to watch, and it's amazing to see just how ready he is right now. 
All right. Um, feel free to use that. That Keontae versus Keontae. It just popped into my head. You know, I don't prepare too much for things, but uh, I could see Lafonso and Coach uh, Seth kind of enjoying that. So uh, you know, y'all, y'all go with that if you if you want to. Kevin Connors from uh, ESPN Sports Center host does it all. You know him from college basketball. What about um, Jerome Tang though? I mean, as as hard as it it is to say, I mean, he swept. Scott Drew and and Jerome's a great friend. I love the guy. Scott loves him too. I mean, if you had to pick your 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 best coach in the country, your your coach of the year right now, would you be leaning Jerome's way or would you be leaning Bill Self's way? Because my goodness, Fran, who was also a good friend, but Fran was going a little I had to even almost I almost had to text him. Hey, Okay, let's not go too overboard on this Bill Self stuff right now. I mean, they did lose, like, earlier this season, didn't they lose four out of five conference games? I mean, they, he is an unbelievable coach. But I'm just wondering which way you're leaning. You could tell which way I'm leaning. Um, of, of those two, and maybe there's somebody else I'm not thinking about out there because you know the mid-majors more than most people. Um, who is Who are your three or four names in your national coach of the year list right now? So let me get my Kansas rant out of the way. Um, right. You know, not everyone gets into the weeds with the metrics and things like that. Here, here's what you need to know about Kansas. Kansas has 14 quad one wins. That means you're either beating one of the top 30 teams at home or you're going on the road and knocking off a top, I think it's 74. Five team or on a neutral site, it's top 40, thereabouts. In other words, they have 14 wins against the best teams in the country. Texas is the only other team in college basketball with double digit quad one wins. They have 10. I, I spoke with Joe Lenardi twice this weekend uh, and once off air. And I said, Joe, explain to me how Kansas is not the number one overall seed right now. And I don't have a dog in the fight. And I'm sure your Baylor audience is done hearing about Kansas. I'm just looking at it honestly and saying their their resume is way better than everybody else's. Now, listen, it's February 20-whatever, and so who really cares? I'm just saying they've got the resume. Now, does Bill Self, who's got a top one recruiting class every year, does that make him coach of the year? You know, in my book, I weigh where the expectations coming in. I'll tell you what the expectations at Kansas State were, not top 14 in the country. No. What Jerome Tang has done is been, has been amazing. The only other guy, Matt, whose name I would put in the conversation is Shaka Smart at Marquette. They're a top 10 team. You know, Shaka went to Texas. I don't think it was the right fit. I think he's better with more blue-collar guys than five-star guys. And he's got them playing really well in the Big East. So those would be the three that come to mind for me. And maybe Mick Cronin, too. Mick Cronin's done a you know, fantastic job at UCLA. Shaka put it on the Bears earlier this season. So, and, and, of course, Scott owned him when he was at Texas. And I think you're right. I mean, that's why they got to be a little careful on this thing. Rodney Terry's done a great job. But, you know, is he truly the right fit? He got thrown into a weird spot. They had a lot of talent on that team. So that's going to be fascinating to see what Texas decides to do. Because how do you not go with Rodney Terry if he wins a share of the conference title or wins the conference tournament or goes deep in the tournament? I mean, I do think, you know, when I've talked to Fran about this, he has to do probably one of those things. 
to get the get, to get the head coaching job because he's not who Texas would normally try to pick to be their head coach. But he's done a phenomenal job. Where do you think that's going with the horns? Do you and what do you think he has to do still to to land that job moving forward? I think what Rodney Terry's done has been unbelievable. I mean, imagine trying to keep your team focused throughout that. And then he's not only kept them focused, but in the best conference in the country, they're tied for the lead. They're a top 10 team. He's done an amazing job. Listen, that generally comes down to the people who cut the checks. Are they okay with that decision from the athletic director? Here's what I'll say about that. If, if, if Rodney doesn't get the Texas job, he's lined himself up for another big time opportunity. I mean, he's been at Texas multiple times. He's clearly proven that he can coach and that the players want to play for him. To me, that makes a lot of sense. But once you get at that level, and that is, you know, we had the conversation, is that a top five job in college basketball? It certainly is in football. Uh, College basketball, maybe it's top 10, maybe top 12. So what happens at those levels is, you know, behind closed doors is beyond what I can speak to. I, I know that that's probably not just the athletic director's decision, although Rodney Terry puts the athletic director in a very difficult spot if Texas goes ahead and wins the Big 12 Conference church, uh, Tournament, that's for sure. All right, so how's your research coming for the, the Big 12 Tournament? And, I mean, is it I, – I know you kind of like me to maybe swing by and say hello or wave on the set. I mean, what I would really hope for – is we'd go get some burn-ins or get out after one of these kind of deals. So, uh, you know, I don't know. And I know you're a guy who likes to get in the hotel room quickly, get rest. I mean, do copious research. But, I mean, do you think you could possibly get out one night in Kansas City? Is that a possibility? It's Let's make it a done deal. Let's do it right now on, on radio <laughs> so that there's no excuses for me. I usually – Generally speaking, Matt, you know me. There's a there's a Bieber type throng that follows me around, and I try to duck out the back end of the arena to make sure that, <laughs> that that's not a scene. But uh, let's do that for sure, man. I I would love to do that. All right, I like it. I wanted to do that publicly, uh, so so yeah, <laughs> you would have to have that answer now. As you as you get ready for it, though, what is the legitimate number of teams? I mean, I, I got to admit, I. This West Virginia thing exhausts me. I mean, there's some yeah. guy named Ethan Bach. He seems like a nice guy. I see him on Twitter, and it's always like bracketology. There, this in the net rankings. And my take is that if you win five or six games, you should not be in the NCAA tournament. Yet they play in such a good conference, and they've won enough games where they're at least in the conversation. Where are you with all of that? I mean, the cool story would be if Tech somehow plays its way back into this thing after starting, what, 0-8 or 0-9? I mean, that was that was a rough start. Brutal start. Um, and, you know, I, it's neat. I got I got to do a, a feature story on Fardaw's AMAC, their big guy, when he was at Utah Valley. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating uh, story, really nice young man. And I think that they really missed him a lot, you know, uh, early on. And I, I was saying, Matt, when they were 0-8, 0-9, in the, I said, you know what? There's not a team in the league. I, I don't care if it's Kansas or Texas or Baylor. or Can- No one would want to see them in the Big 12 tournament. And I, I still firmly believe that. Um, 
how many teams do I realistically think make the tournament? I think it will. I think Oklahoma's out. I, I just, you know, obviously you have to have a winning record. What's so unbelievable, and I go back to this in studio every time we do an Oklahoma highlight, that that's a team that beat Alabama by 30. <laughs> Alabama, a team that was number one for good portions of the year, lost by 30 to a last-place team in the Big 12 who's two games under 500. Um, I think between Texas Tech and West Virginia, uh, they they do enough over the final two weeks and in Kansas City to to make their case. Again, when you go to the when you go to the metrics and you consider where all these teams are in the net rankings and, and the Ken Palm and the strength of schedule and et cetera, et cetera. Every Big 12 team has phenomenal, phenomenal metrics. Um, Oklahoma right now in the net is uh, 72, so they dropped a little bit. But they're two games under 500, and, you know, and they're ahead of some quality teams. So anyway, the point is, mm-hmm. I can't – it, someone on our air said 10. <laughs> the Big 12 is not getting 10 teams, Okay. Uh, no. I, I still think the number is eight. I think between West Virginia and Texas Tech, one of those two gets in. All right, Porter Moser. I, I mean, he's uh, he's a guy I think that's going to be ready for that SEC uh, because uh, SEC, while it does have – oh, and by the way, Texas A&M. How about that? We got a lot of Aggies listeners on the station because we're heard in College Station as well. Isn't that, isn't that a great story how Buzz took a team that was kind of just flopping around in non-conference. And, and, again, I don't think that's a great conference, but you got to take your hat off to what the Aggies are doing right now. I, 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 gotta, I, I think the Aggies need to end up being a decent seed in the NCAA tournament, the way they're playing. You remember back in November when, when Texas A&M, as a ranked team, went to Myrtle Beach and lost to Murray State and Colorado? Yes. And if your audience isn't up to speed on the Pac-12, Colorado is not a player, okay? Not a tournament team. And and and, and you said back then, oh my God, what's what's going on with A&M? You're right. I mean, and what and what Buzz has been able to do here in the month of February with beating Auburn and beating Arkansas, still a good Arkansas team, winning at Missouri, beating Tennessee. Yeah, there will be no need for a long news conference with a lengthy written statement this year for buzz because they are a tournament team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. We don't have time to play one of those rants that buzz likes to do. (laughs) So we need him to get into the tournament. That was about a seven minute rant that he had written out there. Uh, Do you ever go with, do you have any three piece suits like buzz wears? I mean, you're a guy that has been to the haberdasher, uh, haberdashery. At some point, do you have anything like that, or you just have more of the typical three-button athletic-type suit? I do have three-piece suits, but none with the pink satin on the inside of the jacket. You know what I mean? Like, Buzz is able to pull that off. Um, I, I, don't, I can't go to that level. Um, and I've sort of pulled back a bit with the three-piece suits, um, based primarily on Twitter interactions telling me I look like a buffoon. But, but it works for Buzz, so that's his lane. You stay off that Twitter. You you do not listen to these people, and you're you're a thin guy, so you can kind of. And you're a TV guy. You can wear pretty much anything you want. The the buzzes of the world and the the Mosleys. We have to kind of watch it because we kind of have expanding <laughs> waistlines. All right, uh, Kevin, that was fun. I knew it would be. 
and I, I try to pick my spots. I mean, you're a very busy man, but I thought, hey, today I'm going to give it a go, and I uh, I appreciate you coming on. I look forward to seeing you in Kansas City. Same here, and we'll enjoy a conversation off air over some burn ends there in KC. I think that'll be good. There he goes, Kevin Connors, and you watch him on ESPN and uh, does Sports Center. He really does it all, and he does such a great job. And one of the great things about Kevin is he doesn't matter whether it's uh, John uh, Anderson or Michael Eaves or Neil Everett. You know, it doesn't matter who they put him with. He just does beautifully, and he doesn't have much of an ego, which is really saying something when it comes to ESPN personalities. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas Campus Confidential, coming up next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball headed to Durham, North Carolina for a three-game series with the Duke Blue Devils. Games Friday at 3, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor Duke baseball this weekend. This is the home for Baylor Bear baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a public service announcement and a warning to be vigilant. As you know, for over six years, we've been fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas, a noble cause you think everyone would be on board with, right? Wrong. So we will get phone calls with people saying, we don't agree with your cause, and you should take those offensive ads off the air. We have even had negative reviews strictly because we've taken our fight to the airwaves, enlisting good citizens like you. It only proves one thing. Communism is alive in America. The battle is real, people, and we need your help. But we're not asking you to do it alone. That's why we've slashed prices on all solid bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 and 20% off. Stay sharp, my friends. Keep Texas free and don't drive a naked truck. Get more details on the Pickup Outfitters website, createacommotion.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com.
Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball falls to Kansas State last night, 75 to 62. The Bears have lost two in a row now and will host Texas Saturday in the Farrell Center at 1 o'clock. Other games in the Big 12 last night, Texas beat Iowa State 72-54 and Texas Tech over Oklahoma 74-63. Baylor women in action tonight in Fort Worth facing TCU. 6.30 tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, Iowa State at Oklahoma State, Kansas at Kansas State, and West Virginia at Texas Tech. Baylor baseball over Houston Christian last night, 11-4 at Baylor Ballpark. The Atlanta Hawks have fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley. Happy National Margarita Day to you. And just happy Ash Wednesday. Is that a, I don't know if we say happy, but uh, we will, some of us will be going to services for that this evening. And some people have already been to services today. I think we, I think my church had it maybe at like noon today and maybe this evening. So I may try to make it this evening to Ash Wednesday service. But, uh, Aaron, it is time. We had some great college basketball talk there with Kevin Connors. Just, I mean, if if you watch ESPN and you watch the halftime shows, he's always the one anchoring it. And uh, just an awesome dude and fun to have him on. Okay, Aaron, what do you have for us today in what we like to call Campus Confidential? Alabama freshman Brandon Miller will play tonight against South Carolina, the school announced, despite... Tuscaloosa police testifying yesterday that the star forward brought a now former teammate the handgun used to kill a woman in January. The release said, quote, UA Athletics continues to cooperate fully with law enforcement in the ongoing investigation of this tragic situation. Based on all the information we have received, Brandon Miller is not considered a suspect in the case, only a cooperative cooperative witness. Today's statement from Brandon's lawyer adds additional context to that. The university has considered part of its review of the facts. Based on all the facts we've gathered, Brandon remains an active member of the team. I mean, it's pretty weird, and the head coach handled it in a strange fashion yesterday. And we got to remember, these coaches, they coach basketball. They're not, like, always media experts. They're not always going to get it right, but you'd like to think that some human decency would enter the picture, and you got somebody who was murdered that night, and and you know he's just like, oh, wrong place, wrong time. I mean, like he was, and he apologized for it. I don't think NATO should get in trouble. I'm not one of these like, oh, you know, suspend the coach. He just says some idiotic stuff. 
He came back and said, hey, I got that wrong. Let's move on with that. Now, one of the best players in college basketball getting a call one night, hey, bring me my gun. Bring me my gun. And the gun was used to, 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 that ended up killing someone. And the alleged killers, one of the alleged, um, there are two people being charged with the murder. One of them was an Alabama basketball player who said to Brandon Miller, hey, bring me the gun. And and now Brandon Miller, just so we have this straight, it doesn't sound like he showed up at the scene of the crime, like here's the gun, go. He, I don't exactly know. I don't think he. you can make the argument, and who knows what will happen in this case, that Brandon Miller knew exactly what they were about to do. But he did get the call, hey, go. Go get the gun. And he went and got the gun. And then somebody ends up getting shot, you know, gets murdered. So it's a bad, bad scene. And the Alabama continues to be a great team. But uh, it's so strange, Aaron, that he's going to just remain in the lineup while he's connected to this thing. Now, the authorities have said we have nothing to charge him for. So... In one sense, I get it. I mean, he, he they're not going to charge him with any crime. He's on the team. He's in good standing. Now, it makes it a little awkward, Aaron, because he's literally like the best freshman in the country. I mean, you got Keontae George at Baylor, and you got this guy, Brandon Miller. Is that right, Aaron? Yes. I went to Baylor. There was a Delta at Baylor, member of Delta Tall Delta, Brandon Miller. For some reason, I can't say that name without thinking of Brandon Miller. Um, people people that were around Baylor at that time will remember Brandon Miller. But, uh, Aaron, that's a uh, this is a weird one to watch. I mean, now when is, when is, who's Alabama play next, Aaron? Who'd you say they he play, is going to be uh, ready to play in this game? Who do they play? They play South Carolina tonight. Who is Frank Martin still coaching there? Like the meanest coach in America? Is I would he ha- still there? You I- remember they made the Final Four one year with him, but I don't, I can't remember if he's still there or not. Anyway, I I think that uh, they're not good, are they? Is South Carolina? No, they're bad ten and this seventeen. Year? All right. Is anybody good in the SEC? <laughs> A&M's, Texas A and M. A and M's pretty good. They beat Tennessee last night. Tennessee's pretty good. I mean, they're like 11 in the country. Tennessee, A&M, Kentucky's playing better, Alabama. Okay, I've named four. Aaron, anybody else? I think that's honestly about it. Have you seen what – have you seen what – I know they're not in there, but have you seen what uh, Louisville's been doing this season? Yeah, and I've I've talked about that on John's show. As you know, it's frustrating as some of the <laughs> losses have been for Baylor basketball. It's you know you really need to keep it in perspective, if, especially if you look at some of the quote unquote quote blue blood programs and how they're faring this year. And they are not top ten like Baylor. You look at Kentucky, Duke, uh, Louisville. A lot of the perennial powers are really, really struggling and probably not going to make the tournament. You know, North Carolina as well. You know, they were talking about Tom Izzo, and there's no doubt 
Izzo's had a great career, but they were talking about like how the unbelievable amount of times he's beat, he's beaten ranked teams as an unranked team himself. And, and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And then I started thinking, well, <laughs> to have like 35 of those wins, he had to be unranked a lot. That's it's, just, <laughs> it's sort of a sort of a strange. It's like a backhanded compliment. Like, it's like this guy has more wins as an unranked team than anybody. Well, you're like, okay, cool. I was, and then you're like, you're like, but doesn't that mean he's been unranked for a lot of the time? I thought the same thing. I was like, how is a is a Coach as great as Tom Izzo, unranked enough to have all those wins yeah. against ranked opponents as an unranked like, team. Coach K doesn't have a lot of wins as an unranked team. It's not like Calipari has a. Yeah, I mean mo, they don't have a ton of they don't. It's like because they haven't been unranked in forever. Baylor was finally unranked this season, and it was the first time they've been unranked since like eh, 2018 or something like that. First time Baylor ever went number one, Aaron. It was a big moment. Oh, I remember. And I think it was, um, I'm trying to think that, I think it was Motley, like a Jonathan Motley team. So that would have gone all the way back to, I'm trying to think the first time. Well, that's interesting because Baylor was an elite eight team in 2010 and 2012. And what I'm trying to think is when Motley, when was the first time Baylor was ever ranked number one in the country? Now, if David Kay's listening, he would know. David, are you still talking to me? Um, I, I would say it's 2000. He is, by the way. 2013 or 14 when they first... But I, I just remember it was a huge deal. And then they went out and they lost, you know, after being ranked number one. But I, I want to say that was a Motley team. So that would have been, let's see, what year is it now? Motley's, Motley's been out, graduated from Baylor in about 2015 or 16. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll look that one up. But I, I was trying to think of that uh, the other day. Aaron, what else do you have for us? By the way, the uh, South Carolina coach is Lamont Paris, who just took the job this year after five seasons at Tennessee Chattanooga, uh, where he won the conference title in 2022 before taking the South Carolina job. Some up. I wonder where Frank Frank Martin is. I don't know. He is coaching somewhere. I've seen him on the sidelines. He's a mean dude. But he used to be with Huggins. UMass. I think he was... Oh, he's at UMass? Yeah. Okay. He's at UMass. Boy, he I, is a character. <laughs> and he, I think he can coach, but he was at K-State. You know, and he, and he, isn't it weird to think that Huggins, before he went back to where he's from, West Virginia, and Huggins was known for being at Cincinnati, isn't it weird to think Huggins had like a year or two at K-State. Is that right? He did. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. There's just it's just strange all the stuff that's happened. I I 
because Frank Martin was on his staff, and then Frank ended up at K-State, and then Weber followed Martin at K-State. So it's just very, very strange because Huggins had a great run at Cincinnati, and then he had – yeah. Yeah, two seasons. Yeah, after he yeah. left Cincinnati in 2005, two seasons at Kansas State. I did not I remember know. that. I do, but that doesn't mean I didn't question myself. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And one of your favorite guests, Aaron, will show up next. And I'll get into some high school basketball because Central Texas really has some great teams. And we still have some teams alive in high school basketball. Curtis Quillen, sports director at Channel 6, joins us next. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday hosting the Texas Longhorns. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. I'm your host, Jay. It's time to answer those listener questions, so let's get to the email inbox. Our first letter is from Misty, and Misty writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my husband? He bought a new truck, which he loves, but he insists we load the entire family into the truck and go to the soccer games on Saturdays. Here's the problem. He won't cover that bed. We pull up to the soccer fields with a completely naked truck bed in front of all those children. It's just so embarrassing. I sit away from all the other mothers in the stands, but he just won't buy a cover. He says it will cut into his hunting budget. What can I do? Dear Misty, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on all bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to 20% off, and it will keep all his hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take him down Lake Here Drive and have him pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Goodfeet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Elberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Elberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. 
Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, wow. We have a lot to uh, get ready for here. And uh, Curtis Quillen, I mean, has his own beginning. I honestly think he should have his own song that he comes out to. Curtis, you're a... You're a guy, kind of an old soul, but a young man, still hanging on to your 20s, as I last recall. What, like if we came up with a uh, a Quillen song to bring you out to, would you go with a country, like, uh, I don't know if you're like a Parker McCollum, young country, old country, or would you go with something like alternative? What would be, what would be your choice? Or maybe even, you know, some... Uh, some old school rap or something. You know, uh, I am a country guy, more of a Cody Johnson guy, but when it comes to like a walk-up song, kind of like you're talking about, I'm all about the energy. Give me some brass monkey, man. I don't know why, but if that, if I was playing baseball, that would be my walk-up song. That was, I, I'm, I'm keeping everyone on their toes with that answer. I'm very aware. Uh, yeah, that would be, that would be the choice. Well, that's, I mean, I you're you're just sort of in my wheelhouse. I mean, you're not, you may be keeping other people on their toes, but that's what I grew up with. And that, I was in junior high. Of course, you weren't even born, but uh, you are talking about Beastie Boys. And uh, that was it for me, man. That was, uh, 
our world changed the day Lynn Bias died. I was in about eight, seventh or eighth grade, and you know we thought maybe we didn't know at that point. Like, was he going to be Michael Jordan, or was it going to be Michael Jordan going to be Michael Jordan? And as a kid, I was already eleven years old at nineteen eighty four. That's the Olympic team falling in love with Jordan. Anyway, there was a lot going on back then, but Beastie Boys is a uh, is always a tremendous choice. All right, Curtis. Hey, I I, I got to say earlier today I take I subscribe to the Waco Trib, and I you know I bet you do too. And uh, but boy, you know a lot of this stuff because you cover it. But I was looking through the our local teams, kind of seeing how everybody was doing in the playoff pairings, and of course. The La Vega women just kind of, they like to go out and just crush everybody. But I was taken back at how some other teams had been doing. And um, whether it be Conley, um, I mean, I, I was looking at some of the, I, you know, I was looking at Marlon earlier. I was looking at Mejia being involved in some things. And I, and I was even looking at the Class 2A district. Well, that was a tiebreaker. That was a couple of weeks. That was a while back. But uh, I love that score. Crawford 27, Bosqueville 24. A defensive struggle, Curtis. Like, which of these local teams have caught your eye the most as we sprint toward, as we sprint toward, where, San Antonio? Is that where we're going now? Yeah, it's the Alamo Dome. And the answer is the obvious one to me. It's the La Vega girls, right? Like, when you are that dominant, I'm going to steal a line from uh, my good pal and uh, our, our former comrade here in, here in Central Texas, Micah Fleet, the former uh, sports director over at Channel 25. Do you know how hard it is to not be bad? Do you know how hard it is to be that dominant? Winning by 103 in the second round of the playoffs, beating a team that won a playoff game by 100 points. It's insane. It is insanity. That team is dominant uh, and looks poised to get back to San Antonio. Of course, until it doesn't, Harden Jefferson runs the region. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens this weekend in that regional tournament. But the fact that two Central Texas teams have a shot at the Alamo Dome uh, in what I think is the best region in uh, Texas high school basketball, pound for pound, um, obviously, you could throw six a, um, you know, the six a boys region two into that mix, uh, and there's some other ones that you can put in that conversation. But you know, four a region three has to be in there, and uh, this is this is an interesting draw this weekend for the La Vega girls. But that's the one that's got my eye, and it's the way that they're doing it. Okay, I I'm going to take a long look at that. Now, on the boys' side, um, there's a player Baylor's going after that you need to see in person, Curtis, named Trey Johnson. They want him for 2024. He's unbelievable for Lake Highlands. And, and as they began their march to state last night and played somebody, uh, maybe it was Bowie or somebody, and just crushed them. I mean, at one point I looked, it was 47-20. to 20. But now on the boys' side of things, Conley versus... Houston Leland College Prep. Uh, that thing's set for tomorrow at six thirty, and then La Vega and Houston Yates. And I got to say, I used to 
I, I used to shudder when I heard the name Houston Yates. I mean, back uh-huh. in the day when Santana Dotson and those kind of people were coming out of Houston Yates, you were like, whoa, I don't want to play Yates. But I'm seeing some results, or at least on the girls' side, Yates got destroyed. Um, what, what about the boys' side? What is, uh, what is jumping out at you there? This is still a program that has a lot of pride and tradition. I mean, Yates was in the same classification as Floresville when I was in high school, and I remember walking into the locker room uh, the week after spring break my freshman year looking at my coach, uh, Kevin Beatrick, now in Stockdale, and saying, Coach, who won state in our class? I was at Disney World all, all break, and he just freaking Yates again, man. And uh, I think they won three in a row at one point. And so that doesn't go away. Those athletes don't – they're still there. Um, and so, you know, on the boys' side, this program is probably, I would say, much better than it than it probably shows on the girls' side. Um, and that's not a knock on the girls' team. They just ran into a buzzsaw at the moment uh, in La Vega. And so that Yates team is going to be an interesting draw for La Vega. La Vega had everything it wanted and then some from Lampasas last night, but the Lampasas community showed up in Belton for that one. I was there last night. And then you look at, you know, this is old hat for the Pirates. And so can you get past that, get back to the third round? Uh, this is a really young team. If I my memory serves me correctly, I saw the roster. I think it's one or two seniors on the on the roster. And if uh, Coach Cartwright's listening, he's probably about to text me and tell me I'm wrong. But uh, it's it's a young team, and so this is gonna this is gonna be an interesting meet matchup uh, in the second round of the playoffs on the boys' side. All right, and um, of course we have our that area round with um, let's see Marlin on Friday. What's it? Eight p.m. start. My gosh, um, and oh, then uh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a little it's a little uh, late for high school. Uh Crawford versus Frankston. That's an early start. That's good for TV. I always get you have you in mind. That'll be in Corsicana. You can go to that game. You can head over there. That's Friday at Corsicana and and see that. So I, I love this. I love high school basketball. You played high school basketball. I did. You've officiated high school basketball. It's a fun time of year. Now, the, the state title, the state championship should be in Austin. That's an embarrassment to our state that they have let that not happen. And I know it's because of the oh. festival in Austin and all that mess. But I'm. It, that's where it needs, you know, for generations, that's where it's been. And that's one of the greatest events in all of sports is going to Austin for the state basketball tournament. But for whatever reason, I, however many years ago, Curtis, how did that happen? Was that six or seven years ago this stopped happening? And, and, and I, I just don't get it, but whatever. We're, I mean, I know you love San Antonio, so you're probably taking this personally. I'm about to make you feel real old. My freshman year of college, spring of 2014, my brother and I went and watched uh, the uh, state championship game. I believe it was Plano West winning it at the buzzer in 2014, and that was at the Alamo Dome while I was home for spring break from Oklahoma State. And so uh, this is going to be the 10th state tournament inside oh. the Alamo Dome at least. Wow. I think that's the year that they moved it. But, I mean, these te- you've got teams coming from all over the state. They have to be able to get hotel rooms, and they can't be paying. You can't be asking public schools, public high schools, 
to yeah. be shelling out 600 bucks a night uh, to stay at what you could normally get for 100 to 150 a night, like a Fairfield Inn type thing, um, just for, for, for a basketball tournament. And, yes, it's the state tournament, and I get that. But that's why they moved it is there was no accessibility for the teams that were traveling in to play in these games uh, from, you know, Nazareth has been to how many consecutive state tournaments on the girls' side? One, how many of them on the girls' side in 1A? And that is not exactly close to Austin or San Antonio. They're not going home between the semis and the state title game. And then you've got these Houston schools and these Dallas schools that are always there, uh, and deservedly so. They've earned it. they got to have a place to stay if they make it to the title game. And All so right. I think that's a lot of the reason. Yeah, I think you're right, but I just it was one of the greatest events. It's funny you say Nazareth because I saw him in the 1A state title game when I was a kid. My dad took me down there and they they played against I think it was Ranger and then 3A would have been Dimmit. And when I some later I went to it. It wasn't then. Oh yeah, later years I went to see Marcus Smart when he was playing at Flower Mount Marcus. That was unbelievable. And then Baby, the guy they called Baby Shaq, Kendrick Perkins, was playing at Beaumont, Ozan or Ozan or whatever. Ozan, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, – those were awesome days. But I, I need to give us a chance. I need to give San Antonio a chance. And, of course, the problem is the Big 12 tournament, which I'll be attending, is happening during the – the state title. I got to figure all that out. Um, and of course, if if Baylor stays in the Big Twelve tournament, the coaches won't be able to go. But the Baylor coaches love going to that that uh, state tournament there in San Antonio. So, what are you going to do, Curtis? Have you worked that out yet? Are you gonna Are you going to get to go to the Big Twelve tournament, or are you going to go to the uh, state tournament? This is all in progress at the moment. So okay. we're we're all still right. working everything out down here. All right, well, I got my uh, – I finally worked out my block of rooms, and I can help you out with that if you need it for in Kansas City, if you decide to go to Kansas City. Uh, so, anyway, just keep me, in, keep me in mind for that. Okay, um, how, how worried are you – how worried should, should Baylor fans be after that Kansas two-step? I mean, look like a – Final four national championship contender in the first half versus Kansas and then fell apart in the second half. K-State, I wouldn't say – I think the first half, they, they certainly fought back and had a lead at half and then had another second-half meltdown. What is going on, in your opinion, with this Baylor men's basketball team? It's still the same team it was a month ago. And some nights it's going to look like a national championship contender, and some nights it's going to look like first-round cannon fodder. Uh, it's young. The defense is inconsistent. Um, you know, I was talking to someone in the game, and I said, is this Scott's worst defense at Baylor since 08 when he made the tournament the first time in Waco? And they said, I would, I would venture to say that. Um, and that, that's fine. This defense has been improving. Uh, when you watch it play, the metrics have always ha- have remained kind of consistent on the Baylor defense. Um, in fact, I actually think when you look during that 10 out of 11, when they won 10 out of 11, uh, they're heading to Kansas. 
Uh, I think if you looked at Torvik, it showed that their defensive rating went down during that stretch. And so there's a, I don't know what to make of it. I'm not hitting the panic button. If I'm a Baylor fan, you're still in the hunt for a big 12 title. Yeah. It's probably substantially harder at this point, but um, it's, it's doable, especially given the fact that you've got two out of three to close the season in your own barn. And one of those is against Iowa state. And so uh, I'm not real sure what to, uh, what to make of it moving forward. That next Monday in uh, Oklahoma state or in Stillwater might mean more than we thought it would at the beginning of the year uh, in the conference title race. I'm not pushing the panic button though, after the Kansas two step, those are both two really difficult venues to play in. You can almost always ignore the result inside Allen Fieldhouse because it is uh, one of the five best home court advantages for the Jayhawks in the sport. What I was more concerned about was the way that it lost at Kansas State and letting the Wildcats live at the rim. You watch Keontae Johnson make just this kind of walk to the rim on a backdoor cut. Uh, to get to the hoop in the second half and get a nice little reverse lay it off the glass. But um, that's more concerning to me than the fact that they lost both of those games. Yeah, I mean, I would think about maybe when you're seeing those kind of defensive backgrounds, getting Del Bonner or somebody like that back into the rotation, a guy who was honestly a really good defender for them and one of their best on-ball defenders who's completely fallen out of the rotation. I mean, it's it's a little bit unlike Scott to just eliminate guys from his rotation. And, and Ojan went on, and we know the reason, because EJ's back and Bonner have completely gone out of the rotation. Now the women's side of things, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know where this is going right now. And they've got four losses. Um, I, think, uh, I think Nikki has shown, I mean, they had some good stretches this season. I do think there's still some time that maybe they could get something. I guess the positive is that uh, little John, uh, that our our friend Bugs is little Paige Bugs. I mean, she was great in that game the other night, and I thought Fauntleroy played well. It was some of the veterans that either missed free throws and made you know big time mistakes in that game. But I I think you gotta. Right now, I mean, you know, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma, and all these. You look at all these new hires. And I think we got to give this thing time, but man, there all those things have paid off almost immediately. And right now, the 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 team's going in the wrong direction. Um, where where are you with this team right now? And do you do you think it's like one of those things? Well, just kind of hopefully they bounce back next season, or do you hold out any hope that they could get something rolling here down the stretch? I don't know. I really, I, I don't know where I stand on this. I don't know where this is going. I keep looking at the way this team plays, and I keep looking at the ways you see these teams succeed in women's college basketball. And one of the keys for most of those teams is a veteran post, a really good veteran post who can give you headaches inside and who can kick the rock when she needs to and who can defend. And they don't have that. And it, I'm not in that in those coaches' meetings. I don't know what happened uh, to get to this point. But to me, I'm very confused on why that didn't come from the portal 
for the Bears. I don't think this is something that if Kentucky had signed off on Drayana Edwards' transfer, that this would be all be resolved um, because I don't think that she brings that specific skill set that I'm talking about that you see with a lot of these successful women's college basketball teams. And this team is young. Um, you know, Dariana Littlepage Bugs, freshman, Bella Fauntleroy, freshman, like they're going to be good down the stretch uh, of their careers if they can, if they stay in Waco now with the, the way college athletics works uh, with roster transformation from one season to the next. But I was looking at it today, Matt. The last time Baylor did not host a first and second round weekend in Waco, it made the final four. Now, it did it as a four seed, which is significantly different than doing it where it's projected to fall now as an eight seed at Stanford in the first round. Um, but it's still doable because of where the sport is. It's just a much tougher road to hoe. Um, it's out of contention for the Big 12 title race. A friend of mine in the sport pointed out the records and said if Baylor wins out, and, you know, Oklahoma and Texas, their only combined loss is to the other one uh, the rest of the way. Baylor loses the Big 12 title on tiebreakers. And so the streak's over. The question is now, what can you do to salvage your NCAA tournament resume? Because I do think, you know, there are still enough wins to get you into the NCAA tournament. It's not going to be as a good seed. You're going to be in someone else's barn playing them. Uh, it, in potentially a crucial second-round game because I couldn't even tell you, Matt, the last time Baylor failed to make the Sweet 16 in consecutive seasons. Well, Nikki's got to stop listening to whoever's in her head from a negative standpoint and kind of remember that the administration hired her. They're not trying to run her off in any way. So whoever, and, and, and who knows, maybe it's the people in her mind that are Kim holdovers that fell yep. in love with the Kim Mulkey. I mean, I get all that. This was an impossible task. This was crazy. Oh, I mean, like brutal. no nobody was going to be able to follow Kim Mulkey and keep rolling. It was not going to happen. Now they were able to hang in there last year because she had an Alyssa uh, and Queen Egbo, and they still had some incredible players. But nobody was going to be able just to keep this thing rolling. And so it's a it's a it's it's a thankless task in some ways, but and you, you got to figure out how you want right. to handle it. No one was going to be able to keep this thing rolling. But the other thing is, and we should have seen this coming uh, two years ago, April of 2021, when Kim took the LSU job, the other schools in the Big 12 saw the opportunity in front of them and realized that the door was open to compete in the conference more than it had ever been open to compete in the conference before. And a lot of these schools capitalized on it. J.C. Hoyt, a young, energetic coach from Kansas City. She doesn't have the wins on the resume that you would think, but if you watch that Oklahoma State team this season, tell me she doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, she's great. Jenny she's Blanchett superb. coming from Creighton yeah. to Oklahoma, same thing. These teams in the Big 12 see the door, saw the door open two years ago and are now walking through it. Kim Lee, this is not Nikki Collins' fault. This is kind of, to me, the situation that was created when Kim Mulkey left Baylor for LSU and created a 
essentially a power vacuum in the conference. Yeah, I think you're I think you're on to something there. And I think the worst thing is if we stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really you know, they're out of it right now. But it's 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 been an incredible program. I don't want to stop talking yeah. about it. And so the it's worst thing that could happen days, I I always lead in my six o'clock sports cast with whichever team is playing that night whether it's the men or the women, unless both are playing, and then it's just kind of dependent on what's at stake and what are they doing coming into the game. And, Matt, tonight I'm not leading with the Baylor women's team at 6 o'clock. Because, one, it's gotten to the point where they need a break from the cameras because you see the emotion after that loss to Iowa State. So we didn't get to talk to Nikki Collin or the Bears before they got on the bus to go to Fort Worth last night. So I don't have anything – to report on that she said ahead of this game. But two, how many different times can you talk about a team losing four games in a row? Uh, I hear you. I mean, you're basically part of the Mosley show. So if you, I mean, she was on for like 27 minutes with me yesterday. So always feel free to just, you've got my permission to use anything (laughs) she says to me, okay? Just keep that in mind. I got you. All right. Curtis, uh, always fun to catch up with you. And no matter what day, it used to be Fridays. We chill. We were doing chilling with Quillen, but this time of year, I just kind of like to whatever day it is that I feel like we've got to interject some some Quillen into the show. Inject. Um, and today was one of those days. So good to have you. You made my tech. You made my day with that text to come on. I'm always happy to do it, Matt. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Thank you. Uh, and uh, there goes Curtis Quillen, sports director at Channel 6. Great friend of mine, great friend of the show and the station. It is ESPN Central Texas. And let's react a little bit to what happened there in Manhattan and what these two losses mean to Baylor men's basketball. Is it a lot? Is it not that much? I've got thoughts. I'll share them next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check. Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball in action tonight at TCU. The men fall on the road at Kansas State and a win for Baylor baseball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. 
Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first response. Baylor family, get ready for Baylor Bold Weekend by downloading the Baylor Bold Rewards app ahead of the packed weekend of events beginning Thursday, March 2nd through Sunday, March 5th. Fans that attend at least three events on Saturday and Sunday will complete the punch card on the app and be entered to win an autographed item by one of our head coaches. As part of the festivities, there will be a block party on the lawn outside Baylor Ballpark on Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. Download the Baylor Bold Rewards app now to join in on all the fun. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball in action tonight on the road in Fort Worth taking on TCU. The broadcast beginning at 6 p.m., tip-off at 6.30 tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Last night, the ninth-ranked Baylor men lost on the road to 14th-ranked Kansas State, 75-65 the final. The Bears led by as much as eight in the first half, led by three at halftime, but despite 23 on the night by freshman guard Keontae George, Baylor falls for the second consecutive game. After the game, Bears head coach Scott Drew. Another uh, typical Big 12 game, great uh, crowd environment. Um, K-State played uh, uh, like you're supposed to on your home court. And um, I thought uh, Keontae Johnson, uh, we really had trouble matching up with him uh, all night. And then uh, Noel struggled from the field, but 10 assists, zero turnovers. And at the end of the day, when you're not making shots, how do you help your team win? 10 assists, zero turnovers, that's one way. Getting to the free throw line, 10 for 10 is another. So uh, um, I'm a big fan of those two. Hate playing against them. Um, but their first team, all leaguers, and really, really like them as individuals from what Coach Tang's told me about them. That's Scott Drew following last night's 75 65 loss to the Kansas State Wildcats in Manhattan. Next up for the Bears, back home hosting Texas, Saturday at 1 in the Farrell Center. And Mitch Thompson and the Baylor Baseball Bears had an 11 4 win over Houston Christian last night at Baylor Ballpark. Next up for baseball, on the road, a three-game series at Duke this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. 
Paleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675 675- 8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Ward Weins with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update Baylor basketball falls to Kansas State last night 75 to 62 the Bears have lost two in a row now and will host Texas Saturday in the Farrell Center at one o'clock other games in the Big 12 last night Texas beat Iowa State 72-54, and Texas Tech over Oklahoma 74-63. Baylor women in action tonight in Fort Worth facing TCU. 6.30 tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, Iowa State at Oklahoma State, Kansas at Kansas State, and West Virginia at Texas Tech. Baylor baseball over Houston Christian last night, 11-4 at Baylor Ballpark. The Atlanta Hawks have fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I hope everybody's having a great Wednesday. I, I've got a uh, local grocer who does uh, $5 sushi on Wednesday. That's always fun. But today, I had some jambalaya um, tr- that that I had left over from my trip to Fish City, the new Fish City Grill in Waco. Right off uh, 35, hard by that pond over there, by right across from Walk-Ons. Crossland Parkway, I think it's called over there. Take 330 exit. 
and um, you can kind of navigate your way over there. Actually, you can take that 330 exit, stay on the access road to 35, and then kind of turn in, and you can get into all that. Aaron, you've been out there. You're a guy who loves to walk. You like to walk over there near Valley Mills, which worries me. There's a lot of traffic over there. But uh, you you like some elevation. You like to get around town. Aaron, have you ever been walking out around that little uh, pond they have out there? I don't know what you'd call that. Just a little pond in kind of a little park almost out there off Crossland Parkway out near P.F. Chang's Walk-Ons and now Fish City Grill. Aaron, have you ever been out there and taken the dog out and spent a little time out there? I haven't. I know what you're talking about, but I usually stick closer to the homestead. I want you to take some time. I want you to get out there and and take that in because then you can stop and get some oysters on the half shell, get some fried fish. Um, They'll fry some oysters up for you. They also have the fried oyster nachos. That are really good. I had shrimp nachos yesterday, but I brought some jambalaya back with me uh, last night and uh, had that today. And I love, well, I just kind of, I love being around Central Texas. Uh, Last night, I spent a little time in West, Aaron, and I got some uh, sweet treats. All right. I always stop in West and I get some, uh, I get the snickerdoodle and I get sand tarts. All right. Sometimes I'll heat some of that up. You don't want to heat up a sand tart. It's just the consistency of it. You don't really want to do that. Um, but shout out to Alan Samuels. My goodness. I mean, it's just I, I'm going to go by there. In fact, on Saturday, and there's a there's a vehicle I've been wanting to test drive that uh, Ted Teague GM has on the lot. It's just unbelievable how many vehicles are coming through there. And then Ted Teague, GM, who's a great friend of mine, there he was yesterday out there hanging with us at uh, Fish City Grill as we were having that Fat Tuesday uh, get-together and some great music. Boy, the Midnight. I love that. Text me whatever the name of that group is. I love that group. Randy was uh, on the guitar. They had a great keyboardist, and uh, and then in a three-piece uh, trio. And I think my man Ward White's was a little worried about the noise level while we did our show. And honestly, Aaron, it ended up being fine. You could just uh, kind of hear a faint, the the Mardi Gras background while I was talking. And and you said, Aaron, it wasn't even that big of a deal. So it worked out beautifully. And we were able to do the show. And Dustin Sanderson, the new GM out there at Fish City Grill, we had a great time and loved being out there. And then, uh, boy, Scott was out there. And and the whole uh, Stephanie, Leslie, Aaron, the, even the big balls tried to come by and he couldn't get in. He, he was, They were like, uh, sir, it's going to be a wait. And he went over to whatever that lounge is next door. But, I mean, it was a great crowd out there. So we appreciate everybody who was part of that outing. Aaron, are you a seafood guy at all? Like, and if you are, what do you, what do you, what, what route do you go uh, seafood? Will you do some jambalaya? In fact, I'll put some chicken in there for you, Aaron, if you don't want to go the seafood route. Chicken jambalaya sounds great, actually. I'm not a huge seafood fan. I do love a good fish and chips or fish and fries, however you want to. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just think people in Waco, have always wanted a place that where they could get oysters on the half shell, get some raw oysters, 
And, you know, that's a rite of passage. And, Aaron, it doesn't sound like that's a route you go, but a lot of people love that. And to now have that option in Waco is huge. And I put mine on a cracker, and I put some horseradish on there, and I eat it that way. Some people let it slide right down. I like to have it on a cracker is the way I do that. And uh, uh, But uh, what a what a great outing that was. Thank you to everybody out there at Fish City Grill. Now, Aaron, I wanted to hear this because you've been touting this. This would be kind of interesting to hear. Um, I kind of want to hear. We've had people texting us in. I think they love when we talk about this local high school basketball, and we'll continue to do that because La Vega girls, I mean, who's going to stop them? I hope it's not this. Aaron, who's that Quillen was talking about? Harden somebody? Is that who they're playing? Harden, Jefferson, whoever that is. I, I I just think that's a juggernaut of a team, and I want them to go as far as possible. We love all our local teams and seeing them do well. Conley has done well. I was looking at some of the boys' scores. Um, Crawford, I think on the boys' side, is doing some really – who was texting us earlier, Aaron, saying, hey, Mosley, talk about this team. It was whoever was playing – scurry rosser and of course that's where i grew up down there in kaufman county so i i know scurry rosser aaron who was that they were saying lorena who was say that again lorena lorena yeah yeah lorena has a big game coming up against scurry rosser and so that is of great interest to me and uh boy we beat the dog out of scurry rosser back in the day but i bet they're better than they were back in 1991 when I was playing. Okay, uh, Aaron, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And the Bears go on the road last night, and and the the women are going on the road tonight against TCU. And I don't care if TCU's bad or not. They just need a win. They need to go out there and hammer somebody. And uh, and I apologize if it has to be TCU. And uh, Coach Pe- Peebly out there, Pe- Peebly, Reagan Peebly. I, 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 Simcox right now is driving off the road. He's tried to tell me this coach's name 25,000 times. I think it's like Reagan Peebly or something along those lines. But they're going to play TCU. They need a win. That game is at 630 tonight, and we'll have all of that right here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Guys, last night – uh, I love hearing John and Pat call those games. What I'll do, I was listening to it, and then I'll go back and watch it all. But I really liked get, hearing them make the call. But Bears did what they do sometimes. They'll go forever without scoring a bucket. And they've got wasted, empty possessions. And then, of course, they start settling for a lot of jump shots. And they were good in the first half. They fought their way back. They were up by three at the half, and they just got run out of the gym in the second half. K-State was good. Jerome Tang jumped up into the stands. Scott Drew says he should be national coach of the year, and I don't disagree. I mean, that's tough. This coaching staff has a ton of pride, and you don't want Jerome Tang going to K-State and then sweeping you is what what he did this year. Now, will any of that matter if the Bears go to the Final Four this year? No. No. You don't care. Oh, my gosh, we got swept by Kansas State. Nobody cares if you go deep in the tournament. So there's still plenty of time to get this thing rolling in the direction you want it to go. But, Aaron, the part I wanted to hear, this is Scott Drew, and Scott does a great job 
after wins or losses, describing things, talking about things, and I believe this was Scott talking about you know what they what they're going to have to do uh, on defense moving forward. Every game, we're going to keep switching up what we do until we find something that works. So um, I love our staff, and that we're not going to we're not going to handle a. a, a the defense not getting better. We'll find a way to get it better. Um, we've thrown a lot of strides. That's why we won 10 of 13. Um, but our offense has been really good. And now when our offense isn't real good, we got to make sure our defense can carry us because you can't, can't guarantee you're always going to make shots. So taking care of the basketball, taking away transition points, getting good shots on the offensive end so you can get offensive rebounds, um, getting to the free throw line. And we've been really, really good at, at, at that and making free throws tonight. Uh, didn't get there enough, didn't make enough. Same thing at Kansas. So um, it's been one of the best free throw shooting teams I've ever had. So uh, that'll come back. All right. I mean, Scott's not going to panic. I mean, it's going to be fine. You know, there's nobody walking through that door. Now, I, you know, there may be some people he can turn to to try to get a little better on defense. I mean, Bonner was a huge part of this team, and he just he just fell out of the rotation. Scott tightened the rotation. Uh, Ojanwana and Bonner fell out of the rotation. I mean, it's not like Loner plays a ton of minutes, but he's certainly in the rotation. Loner and then uh, Everyday John. There, there, there may be something they can do to tweak this thing to get it right. But getting beat on back doors and straight line drives, uh, it's, it's just not going to work. Um, Marquise Noel is a great player. He was not scoring in that game last night. In fact, he was like 0 for 6 in the first half. He was not doing anything in that game to hurt you from a scoring standpoint. He did have four or five assists at the break. And he continued in the second half, and he actually hit a few buckets in the second half, and he was breaking it down off the dribble, and they were just getting easy buckets. Bears don't get that right now. I mean, Jalen can finish. Um, I mean, Thamba was just sort of, for whatever reason, maybe the game dictated it. They had really no role in that game last night. 15 minutes, two points. I mean, he can finish. He can be a big presence. He's an important player on his team. Was kind of a non-factor in that game. These things happen. Uh, it, it, it's going to happen during the course of a season. They had a bad road trip. Now, if they beat Texas and get to 10-6 and six in conference and finish strong and beat Iowa State, I mean, they can finish fine. They can finish 12-6. and six. They can finish 11-7, and seven, and that'll be fine. All right, they'll be third, fourth seed in the tournament. Uh, and if anything, it might make them prioritize the Big 12 tournament even more. And, oh, by the way, in case I haven't mentioned it, we are going to the Big 12 tournament. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor basketball, will be there. And I'm excited to, to share that with you. And John Morris and I will be doing our shows there. And uh, we'll be having a big time there in Kansas City. All right, we do have a little something we call the dismount. we got to say goodnight to you. That is next. Keep up with Baylor Bear softball on ESPN Central Texas. 
make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.com. Or call 254-756-1633. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weins with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor basketball falls to Kansas State last night, 75-62. The Bears have lost two in a row now and will host Texas Saturday in the Farrell Center at 1 o'clock. Other games in the Big 12 last night, Texas beat Iowa State 72-54 and Texas Tech over Oklahoma 74-63. Baylor women in action tonight in Fort Worth facing TCU. 6.30 tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, Iowa State at Oklahoma State, Kansas at Kansas State, and West Virginia at Texas Tech. Baylor baseball over Houston Christian last night, 11-4 at Baylor Ballpark. The Atlanta Hawks have fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and we're wrapping things up this evening. Thank you to everybody who has been a part of this. Thank you, Helberg Barbecue. 
our great partner. Boys Conference games this year out at uh, Baylor Baseball. Hellberg's going to be out there with its tent. And uh, Philip Hellberg does such an incredible job. And so very excited about that and what is ahead on uh, on all of those things. And uh, tonight, by the way, the Baylor women play TCU. You'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas at 6.30. And then Iowa State, another ranked uh, team in the Big 12, number 20, I believe, does go to Oklahoma State. That's another great game. I believe that's about the same time. So some great women's basketball this evening. Providence already playing on the men's side. I want everybody to have a great evening. Aaron, a nice job by you. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference Big